you blew my mind. <laughs> Wow. Okay. This is obviously an offer that needs to be illustrated or spoken to because at the beginning, I'm like, that sounds interesting. But now I'm like, oh, wow. I could see how this could apply to so many different things that even we do. Welcome to the Freedom Found Podcast, the podcast for copywriters and marketers with unruly against the grain life goals. I'm Crystal Church, copywriter and coach, and together we'll delve deep into everything it takes to grow a profitable, scalable, and fulfilling business from the ground up. Whether you're just starting out or about to hit your next big milestone, I'm bringing you the truth on both the trending and the timeless business growth strategies so you can live out a freedom first, impactful life. Welcome to our community. Welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Found Podcast, where we believe that success is not random and with the right community and toolbox, anyone can create a life filled with freedom and impact. And this is an extra special episode today because I got to sit down and talk to an entrepreneur who I think that you are going to find extremely fascinating. You're going to get to listen in on one of my live coaching sessions where a member of our community gets to join me here and ask me their most pressing business question. And today the entrepreneur that we're going to chat with, oh my goodness, when I saw her profile come through, I can honestly say I'd never even heard of this niche before. But once I had, and I had talked to her on this episode, I started thinking of all the ways that we could apply what she does to our business and create a lot of impact with our clients and our leads. So I had to share this conversation with you and showcase not only her unique interactive skill with you and the world, but also at the same time, give you concrete ideas about how you can communicate your value and message and attract the right fit clients into your own business. Let's dive in. Alrighty, Kate, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself and you know what you do, who you serve? Hi, I'm Kate Bergener. I'm a freelance graphic designer and I live and breathe document design, which is kind of like a strange little niche to begin with. But a couple of years ago, I almost by accident discovered some of the more interesting interactive things that a PDF can do through like form fields and different page elements that can be activated by the form fields and inputs. And I have developed it into creating interactive PDFs that are really powerful tools, workbooks, lead magnets masterminds, templates, all kinds of cool stuff that really help the user take action on what they're being taught through the PDF. Mm. Which we know um, is important because otherwise they sit there dusty on the shelf. They do sit there dusty in a folder on your desktop. Mm -hmm. I have so many myself, but this is taking them just so much further beyond it. And it also is such an unusual approach to the PDF that it can really help my clients mm -hmm. stand out in the marketplace because yeah. they've got this tool that's like removing a lot of friction for their user and just allowing them to take action on what they're learning. You know, when I saw you write down what you do, I was like, this is the first time I've ever heard of this. This is so fascinating. This is, this is such a niche skill set like this is like has so much potential for how you can serve people. And then like you're saying how they then can create something that's more interactive and just more purposeful and useful for their clients or leads. So could you, could you give us a little bit more insight into like, what can you do on an interactive level? Let's say for a lead magnet, like how can we hold people accountable or make it a little bit more useful for them? 
So one of the lead magnets that I designed uses a lot of complex calculations, but it allows the the person that I worked for to frame what the answers mean to the user. So this one was people entering their sales information and then seeing how like tiny tweaks to their closing rate or their price could really affect the bottom line. This is more for like a huge corporation as opposed Mm -hmm. to individual entrepreneurs. But I was able to use like pop-ups when you went into the fields that helped guide the inputs. And then also like these kind of tool tips that came up, like once somebody left the field, that's like, hey, did you notice what this does here? And like really guides the experience and gives more context to what the numbers mean instead of just like an Excel spreadsheet that's doing some calculations mm-hmm. for you. And then you have to interpret the numbers yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that the interactive PDFs are great for is moving information around. So this is a longer workbook that I worked on for somebody, but she wanted to help people write their own case studies. And so she walks them through, there's a script for building your ask to the clients that you've worked with. So you put inputs in and then there's a summary box that you can copy and paste that out and throw it in your email. And then later on, I know it's really great. And it's like, again, really actionable. And then later on, there's places where you can record like the top six takeaways from each of these categories from your interview. And then you can review them and say, okay, these three are the most relevant to the types of new customers that I would like to attract. So you can like check, 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 and then they move elsewhere in the document for you to take further action on them, for you to rewrite them given the structure that she works with. And then at the end, all of your answers are on one page so you can see them in one spot. And then for her, I also did templates in three different styles so people could copy and paste out of the workbook into the template and then hit a button and it freezes all the fields and then they could just send this single page PDF off as their case study to potential clients. Wow. Okay. Kate, you blew my <laughs> mind. Like this is wow. Okay. This is obviously an offer that needs to be illustrated or spoken to because at the beginning I'm like, that sounds interesting. But now I'm like, oh, wow, I could see how this could apply to so many different things that even we do. So tell me a little bit about like, what's the question on your mind today? What are you needing support with most? So my biggest problem is how to connect with the people who want to hire me to do this. I have like six or seven of these under my belt. I love working on them. They combine the design side and then like some super nerdy coding. (laughs) And it's like, (laughs) like a whole notepad worth of text, but I just, I, people, I, they're all referrals. Like everybody that I've done this for has been referred to me and people tell other people about them. They're like, oh, she can do this stuff, but it's so hard to just talk about. Like it's so much easier if you like get a whole description of it or what I'm doing right now is I'm working on like a 15 page lead magnet that showcases all of these things. Yes. Yes. So there's like eight or nine different tools in there that just kind of move things around and like let you, there's a multiple choice quiz and there's a count if quiz. So you like identify different goals and then it counts up how many things that you've checked and it Mm -hmm. puts you in different categories and there's a return on investment calculator and like all kinds of cool stuff in this lead magnet. 
but I don't have the audience to put this in front of. And I don't know how to find that audience. Yes. Okay. So first of all, I am so glad that you are already starting the lead magnet. It's so meta, but it's so good. I think that this has potential definitely with larger corporations and with smaller personal brands, you know, and even, even by smaller looking at multi six, seven, eight figure entrepreneurs, coaches, course creators that are out there with all of this noise seeking to be heard and bring in the right fit clients to them it would be a really, really easy way to position yourself in front of, you know, all of the other potential, let's say funnel fixes or ad fixes or services that are solving problems they're experiencing, bringing in right fit customers for their offers. If you got in front and said, Hey, the very first problem you need to solve is ensuring that the lead magnet you're sending people is doing the job that you want it to. And if you're sending somebody something that is not hitting as well as it could be, which is everything, because everything can be improved literally at all times, then every other point of your funnel is missing out on conversions, right? And imagine if you did the math and you had something interactive in your lead magnet that illustrates that for a funnel, this could go for any size of company. And as soon as you tweak the initial conversion rate, so from people opting in organically from ads, whatever, as soon as that number shifts, and then the next number shifts, all the other conversion rates, the ultimate conversion rates of initial clients or customers that they're booking to returning customers to referrals, like all of those numbers are going to decrease or increase based on how good the beginning of the funnel is. So that could be a a way that you could incorporate not just in the lead magnet, but in your actual marketing and messaging. So you need a direct path to illustrate either via video or even written and, you know, let's say visual explanation, what it is that you do and what the difference is. Have you thought about primary legion areas? I know you're not on Instagram for business and that's okay. Is there somewhere else that you've thought about showing up? I'm not really sure where the types of people that I want to talk to are. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who's really active on LinkedIn and I don't know, that just feels like the wild west to me. And I, yeah, I don't really know where to start with that. The Mm -hmm. other thing I want to bring up about the lead magnet part is that the interactive PDFs, that's the trickiest place to deploy them because they really need to be opened in Adobe Acrobat or Adobe Reader Mm -hmm. for them to function correctly. So if like, I think about, the number of lead magnets that I download and then like I open them up immediately in a browser mm-hmm. and that it just won't have that same effect. So you have to do okay. a little bit of education before the person opens it so they know like the yes. right place to open it to be effective. So I wonder if that's too big of a lift for most lead magnets. I wouldn't say so. I would say give people the option. You know, in some of our templates that we share with people, we have two options. It's like get the PDF or get the Google Doc. Because I know some people like to go, like for our email templates, for example, they like to go, they like to tweak them, you know, copy and paste, Mm -hmm. like make it their own. And some people like the nice branded, like firm outline that they can't actually tweak at all. I think it would just take adding one sentence to the delivery email that says, hey, here you go. This is the static version. And this is the much cooler, better interactive version. Open it with Acrobat or whatever they need. So I I just think I would recommend to your clients then to add that step in there. And then 
track the data and see, you know, it might prove me wrong, but I don't think so. I think most people will be like, I want to see, even out of curiosity, I will take the effort to open it in something else. If it's enticing, it says, oh, much more interesting, interactive and helpful resource. I'm going to take the time to open it in the platform that I'm being recommended to open it in. Okay. Awesome. So in terms of getting in front of the right ideal clients, then you, you have to establish who it is that you want to work for or with. Is this established? Is it primarily larger scale companies in a certain industry or is this kind of open? It's pretty open right now. I've actually done most of these projects for copywriters because they're teaching a specific process and that like really working through a process step-by-step step is what this is really ideally suited mm -hmm. for. Okay. So if, if it's copywriters, which could be a great niche for you, then get really specific in your messaging about copywriters and choose one platform. That's it. One platform to show up, you know, and speak directly to copywriters. So that could be a social media platform could be LinkedIn. I feel like this is such like such a fun service and deliverable people receive that it, it feels like almost ill-fitting on there, but that might just be mm -hmm. my my impression. But I would choose one platform. It could be social or it could be your own email list. So for example, you could be driving people to your email list with an interactive lead magnet yourself and then potentially run ads that say, hey, how are you going to stand out when you're bringing in leads or wanting to? How are you going to make sure that they're converting and seeing the value in what you're giving and it's not becoming another you know, dusty PDF on somebody's Google Drive? So you don't necessarily have to do a paid option, but that could be an extension you add on in the future. But my best recommendation is if you're wanting clients soon and quickly go short-term, which is either social or full on into growing email lists and just bringing subscribers onto your list. So that'll look like popping into Facebook groups, telling people what you have and the difference in it. Like if you can summarize in an elevator pitch, even go back and listen to this because what you said was just so clear in terms of giving examples and like the benefits of having it. If you can summarize that, put it in some Facebook groups and say, Hey, I've got this. Do you want to see how it works? And, you know, if you offer some additional value as well, that it's not just a tester, but that they can get something, even if they don't go on to work with you, then people will definitely raise their hand and say, yes, please send it to me. And that's a great, great, great way to start filling up your email list. And then if you do choose a social channel, you can also obviously point traffic from there, but I would choose one or the other and put your blinders up similar to what I said earlier, and then just get really serious about growing that audience base first and having a plan to say, okay, if I'm building it now, what goal do I want to get to? A hundred subscribers in the next month? How do I get a hundred subscribers, right? And work backwards from there. Then what's my goal after that? Do I want to continue to put all the efforts into growing, bring it up to two or 300 a month after that? And then at that point, perhaps say, okay, Let's get a strategic nurture sequence out in preparation for pitching a service or an offer to them. Okay. Is there any, like any particular side that you're kind of leaning more towards? I don't know. I can try this social media stuff. I've had a couple of videos about specific, specific interactive features that I've had professionally produced. And then I've also... I'm doing kind of like a behind the scenes demonstrating step-by-step step the what I'm building my lead magnet. So like I'm doing a section and then I'm popping into YouTube and like I have a video that's kind of showing like here's what it does and yes. here's where it's going next and stuff like that. Um, so I do have video and I think video is 
the most useful way of showing stuff. Even on my portfolio, when I put those projects up, I took video and then like converted them to GIFs so you could see like things moving. So probably like pushing those out there. But yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to experiment with it because I don't 100% know where to go. (laughs) Well, I mean, you just choose one platform, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, like you name it, if you want to do the social side and then just experiment. Don't hold yourself to any super high standard, like getting on and starting it. It's like way better to just have fun, see what people react to and just know that it's for the long term. Like nobody starts out right away without any connections and all of a sudden has a 10K plus audience. You know, it's okay to start out small, build rapport with people, build connections. And like we talked about earlier, just, you know, that, that human to human approach essentially through your account. So experiment with that, but I would definitely make sure that you're always driving people back to your email list too. Okay, thanks. You are so welcome. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for being a part of this growing community. If you enjoyed listening to this free episode, the most impactful thing you can help us do is head over to leave a review or forward this episode to a copywriter or entrepreneur friend who you know would head not along to today's conversation and use the key takeaways to create more growth in their own business. Thank you for your support and catch you next time.